0: This is the Larry Kudlow Show.
1: I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. We're going to bring in my great pal, David Bonson, founder of the Bonson Group, and uh, my dear friend, David Bonson. We don't have too much time, but you know what? I'm just reading this cryptos crash, uh, Bankman, fried FTX, blah, blah, blah. This guy, you, hell, you understand this a heck of a lot more than I do, but it, it, he was stealing from he was stealing from the exchange and they were insider loans up to a, He was lending up to one billion dollars to himself. He was taking customer money and lending it to himself. And then Lord knows where that money went. I mean, can you help us with this? Because this story continues to get worse the more we learn about it.
0: Oh, it sure does, Larry. And I think that what his uh, line is going to be is that he was lending money to another entity he controlled, and that that entity was lending it to him. And I have a very sneaking suspicion that's not going to work, <laughs> that, uh, that, <laughs> yes. uh, that that, that uh, supposed line of demarcation will be crossed. It, it's a brutal story. You, of course, saw this week the the person they've appointed, the sort of interim CEO and kind of cleanup specialist, who is the one who handled the Enron Um, uh, kind of sorting through the Enron debacle, he said it's the worst example of of misgovernance or non-governance and malfeasance he's ever seen. And I'm assuming he's including in that list Enron. (laughs) Right. Um, So what do you make of this? I mean, where does this story
1: lead? Will it lead to regulations? Uh, Is this kid, uh, you know, the FDX, is he going to jail I mean, it was like total insider dealing. And then some of this money that he took for himself, he then farmed out to various politicians. Uh, And I might add, it sounds like there were Republicans in there, too, not just Democrats. So where is this going to lead?
0: Yeah, I mean, I know you and you know me, and we are two of the last people on the planet that are going to sit here on the radio talking about the need for regulation of Mm. anything. And, and yet I will tell you that I think there are two things that can kill the crypto space, and that is if the government comes in and regulates it, and if the government doesn't come in and regulate
1: it. <laughs> well put. Well put. Be, well put. Be, beca-
0: because right now nobody is rebutting the argument that it exists only for the purpose of facilitating ranked criminality and and i don't I don't know if he's going to jail or not we'll we'll let the the legal side play out. You have this offshore component, and some of it's in the Bahamas and some crosses into the u s entity you know and I get a little tired of all that shenanigans too and uh, I don't think the people on the right need to be defending folks that are clearly skirting law and 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 so, in this case, he's not going to be a sympathetic character, but you're right, he has tried to pay off a lot of politicians and yeah. Um, I I don't think it's good for the space, but it's not because one bad actor spoils the whole bunch. Larry, what we've now found out is that the whole move up in crypto was a leveraged Ponzi, that Mm. people were buying crypto with money that didn't exist over and over again.
1: So as an investment manager, I mean, would you say to people just stay away from crypto investing?
0: Yes, I have said it for over two years. I have a clip on the number one uh, TV show on financial uh, television with the great Larry Kudlow from two years <laughs> right when your show started, where I said it. We're sending we're sending that clip out to all my clients to sort of show how early we were in, in saying this. But but look, Larry, I, I am, and the reason is first of all, just in terms of what we do investment wise, we want things that have an internal rate of returns that are cash flow generative we want to invest in human action and we don't think that crypto does that but secondly i think the space is going to have a lot of shakeout a lot Mm. of volatility a lot of uncertainty and so unless someone is really into a speculative situation i don't think this is for us
1: the shakeout you speak of does that spill over david bonson into other assets
0: You know, it's fascinating that it hasn't because um, from the top of Bitcoin to where the crypto space at large is now, there is over $2 trillion of wealth that has been set on fire. Mm. And I think this is going to go down in history, I pray, as dot-com number two, where there's Mm. brutal losses, they're very sad, they're severe, but the people who took the risk take the loss. Mm. I don't yet, I don't yet see contagion. And if it doesn't spill over into other elements, because largely very, the U.S. banking system avoided this nonsense. And so that will be a good thing if it does not become infectious.
1: No, I think I've been saying that I've been pointing out that, that, you know, it doesn't really have systemic financial risk. The banks are well, well capitalized. It's you really don't see there's no massive stock market crack up going on side-by-side with this crypto crash business. So, and bonds, I mean, the interest rates have come off. So it doesn't look like it's going to spread. I mean, whatever's going to happen in stocks is going to happen in stocks because of stocks and companies. And, you know, you're a big dividend player, and I always like that. But the crypto thing is largely self-contained, at least at the moment.
0: I agree, and, and I hope it stays that way. And really, if you go back to the early 2000s, that is what happened with dot-com. The, the, there was massive, 99% loss of value in a lot of these early tech companies, but it didn't end up hurting in the end Disney and and Raytheon and big industrial companies. Uh, even, even the financial sector came out of it kind of fine. So that's where we are with it right now. And if someone had told me two weeks ago that the market would be up 2,000 points in a two-week period where crypto was down another 25%, and the headlines were dominated by a, a tens-of-billion-dollar fraud situation. I mean, back in the day, tens of billions of fraud, that was Lehman and Enron and Arthur Andrews, or uh, not, uh, not Arthur, uh, uh, WorldCom, right? I mean, those were big stories. Mm. Well, we'll see how it plays out.
1: Uh, Dave Bonson, thank you for the uh, catch-up on this story. We appreciate it very much. Talk soon. All right, got to figure this story out. <laughs>